how are you doing? Oh my goodness. So can we talk about 2023? It has been the most. Right now, my English is not Englishing. I am so tired. This year has caught up with me bad hand. And I'm just like, I need to rest, guys. I need to rest. But we cannot end the year without, you know, just reflecting and also just talking about how the year has been how it's been super duper amazing and um celebrating i think one thing you guys know in africana women we're all always celebrating our wins we're always you know celebrating each other and cheering each other on so it's no different on the podcast now today we have a special guest and I wanted to switch it up. Of course, the show is called Africana Woman and we always have women, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> but I figured that, you know what? Let's do something special today. And we have a gentleman. Ooh, child. Mm-hmm. But anywho, so this particular gentleman is Coach Sydney, And he is my um, personal trainer, my very good friend, Funny enough, we only met this year, but it's like, I don't know, we've known each other for like years. <laughs> but anyway, I thought it would be fun to have him on the podcast and also, like we talk a lot and I thought, okay, you know what, it'd be interesting to share the types of conversations that we have, but also he's an aspiring podcaster who thinks he's just the absolute best so I said, okay, let's test this out, man. Let's test it out. So please help me welcome Coach Sydney to the Africana Woman Mic. Hi. Hey, how are you doing? Thank you for having me. And uh, it was definitely an intro, definitely a good intro. <laughs> Bruh, why is your voice like baritone? Because it is. This is this is how I talk. Yeah, man. lie. That's how you talk. That's how you talk. With. I even know that. Hmm. So he's trying to impress somebody. So the voice goes. Like, well, you you did say you did say I'm aspiring to be the best podcaster. I mean, you know, I got to follow in your footsteps, man. Oh Jesus, Jesus. Anywho, um, Coach Sydney, do you want to tell the audience a little bit about you before we get into it? Yes, definitely. Uh, so, Coach Sydney, as I'm popularly known, Coach Sydney, and uh, yeah, I am a, a sports coach as well as a personal trainer and a businessman as well. So, I have been uh, coaching for 16 years, well, over 16 years now, going on my 17th year. Uh, I'm currently doing online coaching at the moment. You know, I'm excited about that. So, that's really, really good. And uh, I'm just uh, continuing to shine a light on people, obviously living with glaucoma, people with a disability. So all those are good. And also, as I just said, I want to, I'm an aspiring podcaster. So I want to jump in the game. I want to, you know, jump and do what you guys do. Uh, as well as that, I'm just your everyday guy. Uh, I'm a dad um, and I'm a firstborn in a family of six. Interesting, interesting. All right, Mr. Aspiring Podcast, I'm handing the mic over to you. Okay, cool. Talk to me. How are you doing then today? I'm tired. My tired is tired. The Englishing, the English is not Englishing. Is Englishing? Yeah, <laughs> I'm tired. You know, when you sleep, like I took a nap in the afternoon, 
I had mm-hmm. had a series of um, meetings, and I took a nap before that. And like I could just, I could feel myself going like I would sink into like a sleep, and then I can feel myself sinking even further into a deeper sleep. And then yo, I said, mm-hmm. this tired, it's, it's it's a bit much. It's 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 not the tired for oh you know you had like a busy day or whatever. No, this is a tired of it's been a long year. Yo. Well, it's been a long year. Tell me about the year. You know, I think a lot of people must be feeling the way you're feeling right now because uh, this year has been something else. But the way I can, the way it sounds, definitely your English in is still English in. So you wanna, you wanna tell me a little bit about your year? Tell everybody about your year because I think for you to be this tired, you must have had a long year. You wanna touch on that? Yeah, I guess so. But um, I think I'll start with saying, you know, every year um, I set out with a, a word, right? So I'll say, this is the word that I want to direct me, to guide me. And yeah, and then see what I can learn from whatever that word is. So the word for 2023 was collaboration. Um, Mm. And I'm somebody who, you know, I I work alone, Um, used to working alone. I, you know, you you know, when you run faster, I'm very fast. So it's... uh, it's like something to be working with people. But yeah, so the word was collaboration. And right off the bat, we started with Project U, which is a collaboration with four phenomenal women. Um, and, you know, again, it's something that aligns with the Africana woman brand in looking at a woman as a whole person, you know, yeah. just, um, you know, uh, their well-being in um, let's say their physical fitness, but we're also looking at your finances. We're looking at your emotional fitness, you know, all encompassing what is mm. project you. That's how we started the year with okay. such a bang. So it was, it was actually really beautiful. Um, and uh, we did two projects, uh, two events, yeah. live events with them. So um, thoroughly enjoyed that. And then... Then I kind of I kind of uh, went a little quiet in terms of like you know Africana woman things. Um, I think season yeah. four came out um, around February, so that was kind of running, and you know people were enjoying that. Um, you know the new episodes, and let me tell you that season, yo, I enjoyed it so much. Oh no, it was something else. Yeah, but you know what it was. I've just remembered mm-hmm. the year started with. Um, the passing of a very dear, dear friend. And that season is dedicated okay. to her, to Jean. And okay, Jean. Okay. Yeah, Jean uh, Kalala. So it is it is the best season yet um, that we've done. Obviously, we just finished recording for season five. But that season is so, so special to me. So started the year um, with her passing and then we dedicated um, the season to her. And so that was running and I kind of uh, wasn't doing much else uh, in terms of African yeah. women. But on the back end, um, I was, I live in Kawe, obviously, if you're listening for the first time, but um, <laughs> at the home, uh, we were doing work. So we were painting the whole house. Um, I was setting up an Airbnb 
And that was like a monster project. And by the time we were finished with that, I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do anything else related. Renovations, it was a bit much for me. All this was in February? Mm, February, March, almost April. Ah, uh, cool. Mm-hmm. I got you. I'm following your timeline. I got you. Yeah. I got you. So now we're in April. I like to be guided by the spirit. And I think mm-hmm. in a prayer meditation, I received like an instruction like, hey, do a podcast tour. And I'm like, uh, what do you mean? <laughs> do a podcast <laughs> tour. And I'm like, okay. I thoroughly believe in, you know, operating in obedience and not like waiting mm. too long, you know? Because sometimes you hear something, you hear an instruction from God and you're like, no, you start making excuses, you start doing all sorts of things. But I was just like in that moment and I was just like, okay, fine. So usually what I do to make sure that I, I um, follow through is uh, I announce to the yeah. public, right? <laughs> because when you announce to the public, then they're like, you know, they're going to follow you up and be like, you said you were going to do this, you know? So, um, yeah, I put it out to the community. I'm like, Hey, I want to do a podcast tour. Um, would you guys come? Would you be interested and stuff like that? And they were like, yes. And I can tell you, um, in within three weeks, we had three Mm -hmm. venues, um, 12 podcast guests, you know, like everything was just organized within three weeks. It was amazing. Like I I can't even explain how everything just came together so beautifully. And really it was because of the community, because they were the ones finding the locations. They were like, no, I'm going to go talk to these people. I'll talk to those people and what and what it was. Wow. It was a beautiful, beautiful experience. And then even more yeah. amazing was that the podcast tour sold out in all three cities. Nice. So nice. that was just like, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I need to get a ticket. It's just it's a shame I didn't know you before. this, Because to be honest with you, I kind of feel like I'm finding out all this as well because we only met in July. Mm. Uh, so I'm like, damn, I missed a lot before, before July. Mm. Yeah. So that was like May, June. That's when we were doing the Okay. That's when we were doing the podcast tour. Yeah. It was a brilliant experience. Um it was closed doors. We didn't record because you know the types of conversations that we have are very sensitive and um I'm very uh, particular about creating safe spaces. So mm-hmm. you know the women came in and they were just so open, so vulnerable. Just just amazing. It was it was a really interesting experience. And so we had the same topics in the different towns, but we had different speakers in the different towns. So it was actually interesting for, I think, my team and I, because then, you know, where you get to see what someone said in another town and then you see what they and someone else says in another town and you're like, oh, OK. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that that was quite uh, quite fascinating. Um, how that okay. played out, okay. but for the most part, it was it was uh, almost uh, synonymous. But there were a few differences here and there. But uh, yeah, we had a great time with that. What happened next? 
Yeah, then I think um, probably where we met, we got to speak at uh, When Female Leads Women in the Boardroom event. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was so, fun. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, that was really, really interesting. Um, and obviously, you know, speaking from that wellness um, perspective, that well-being and, you know, your fitness and all of that, I think, um, I think that... People are, I guess, more receptive to having those kinds of conversations, especially in like corporate settings, right? Because mm-hmm. I, I, I think what has been happening before is kind of like, you know, you don't have a place where you can actually talk about things like that. But the reality yeah. is that, you know, if if you're not healthy, if your mental health is not okay, it affects your performance. So as much as, you know, sure. you'll be talking about, hey, I want to get into the boardroom or whatever, you know, rise in your career and all of that. If you're not being intentional about looking after yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You only go so far, you know. So I'm very glad that, you know, organizations like that, when females lead, are incorporating mm-hmm the aspect of wellness, well-being, fitness, you know, and not just focused on, okay, let me just give you some tools uh, to rise up in your your career. So, yeah, yeah. You know, it's interesting that you mentioned when women's, uh, when women's lead, because, you know, we started this conversation by saying the whole year of 2023 is like collaboration. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if everybody knows, like, uh, you remember, like, it was, it was weird how we met because obviously we just started chatting, you know, we sat at the table mm-hmm. and off the bat, it was really cool. But when I knew that, okay, Chula's the one, we're going to be friends for a long time was when you saved the cake and that's a collaboration in itself because me and you are up on stage collaborating and <laughs> I always had the disaster of my life when I almost dropped the cake. Well, for context sake, guys, um, the day of the event was Sydney's birthday. So um, the hotel, Garden Court Hotel, yeah. they made a cake for him, like a birthday cake. And then everybody got to sing happy birthday to him. So it was very, very sweet. Yeah. So the cake was being handed to him. So then I, I you know, just grabbed it underneath. And yeah, that's the saving he's talking about. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Garden Court, by the way. That was really cool as well with the cake. Yeah. But yeah, so how how did the how did how did your year change from obviously you starting the year? It's good because I feel your viewers are kind of getting an insight that they don't hear usually because it's like the mic has been reversed, right? So mm-hmm. your year started pretty busy. Did it finish off for you to get this tired? Did it continue getting even more busy? Mm, my God. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my god. So let's see. We did a collaboration event with uh, Phenomenal Women Global. Um, It's a Geneva slash um, Uganda-based organization. So we had a networking event with them, which was actually really Mm. good. Oh, my gosh. Um, And then we had had our first retreat, which was... um, Actually, I did a writing retreat. Let me backtrack that. We, I did a writing retreat for writers and then I, um, yeah. I did another retreat, which is a wellness retreat, which was um, for women. And we went down. Was to- this Laura Zambezi? 
Yeah, that was Lower Zambezi. So we went down nice, to Zambezi. Yeah. And what I love about that space, guys, there is no telephone signal, like nothing. <laughs> my God. So, you know, I usually, I always tell my ladies, hey, you're coming into the space. Please do not bring your computers. Do not bring work. All of that. But when they actually come and then they find that there's actually like no possibility to get anything done, Yo, then mm. that's when the true disconnection c- begins, right? Where yeah. they're just yeah. able to say, hey, let me just leave everything that was at home, the troubles, the kids, the bay, the who, the what, you know, that's at home. Right now, mm. it's just time to focus on me. And what a beautiful experience. It, it, that team at Kasaka, first of all, I love, we were staying at Kasaka River Lodge. It's such a brilliant team. And the beauty about it is it's actually a team of men, right, that do everything. And they, no, that's the men. Eh? No, that's the men. <laughs> oh, my God. They, 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 they do the cleaning. They do the cooking. They do the what? The, yeah, guys. You know, when you want to just spoil yourself and just be like, yeah. I don't know. I need to be spoiled by a man. Please go to Kazaka. They will look after you so well. My God. You know, you really feel so um, special, so spoiled. Like, I love it. I love the environment that they have created. Shout out to Teddy. You guys are just doing the most, guys. Doing the most. And, yeah. So, we had that retreat. And that was August. So, then the next a thing we're preparing for is the retreat to Morocco. Yeah. And that was an experience. Oh yeah. Please. That, that, uh, you know, <sighs> if every, if no, nobody knows the stress, you know, all of you see Chulu and she's very organized and she really is. And she's just like you see her, she's more amazing even behind the mic. But that, that, this trip to Morocco, this was stressful, man. Uh, I remember that. <laughs> uh, ah, that, that, that trip Talk finished to me. me. Talk to <laughs> me. Yeah, that's what finished me. I was like, huh? So, okay, first of all, you have people signing up and then pulling out at the last minute for different reasons. You know, people who've actually paid um, and, you know, they're pulling out for different reasons and all of that kind of stuff. And you're like, oh, my gosh. And then um, I think the first thing was there was a day that um, Marrakesh had a, a, a sandstorm and the just looking around, everything was red, not even the sky. Everything was red. You know what I mean? So I'm like, first of all, shout out to Maria. Maria is um, the owner of Riyadh Murakash Akush, um, where the retreat is supposed to be held. And she is such a phenomenal woman. I'm like, I am so grateful that I went through this process because I got to know her and we've become friends such a beautiful, mm. beautiful, beautiful soul. My goodness. So, she, so I'm like, Maria, is the hotel okay? Because there was like damage and whatnot and whatnot. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah no, 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 we're fine. We're fine. I'm like, okay, fine. Then the week before the um, the trip is supposed to happen, guys, hey, isn't there an earthquake? Disaster. It gets worse. It gets worse from you. Oh my God. There's an earthquake. And this is the period where there was earthquakes around Turkey, in it? Wait, no, Syria. Was it Syria? Turkey and Syria? Because they're on the border. Turkey. Yeah, Syria and yeah. Turkey. That was like at the beginning of the year. So then, it, yeah. That was at the beginning, yes. And you would kind of think it's over now, right? And look here. 
it happens all the way in Morocco, man. Oh my god! So what? What was that like? So you see the, you get this. Who sent me that message? Ah, I don't know, but I like got so many messages. That. Like, Chulu, have you seen? Have you seen? Because you know, I'm advertising. Hey guys, we're going to Morocco, Morocco. So everybody knows that. Oh, Chulu's going to Morocco. Hey. Chulu, have you seen there's an earthquake in Morocco? What, what? And I'm, this is like literally seven days before the event. Okay. And I'm like, wow. Mm-hmm. So and then I contact Maria. Maria, hey, what's happening? And she's like, no, the hotel is fine. All of our guests are fine. Um, we're actually very lucky and whatnot. But you know, the news, you know, the news is um, they, they want to get the sales, right? They want people to be attracted to, you know, what they've written or whatever. So they're just like, and I'm, and I'm not saying that it wasn't a bad, you know, that lives were not lost, but the way they yeah. reported it, it wasn't that bad in Marrakesh. Okay. So literally she's telling me, Hey, listen, the, they're going to be cleaned up. They're going to clear everything by Tuesday. You know, it doesn't help. When were you due to go? When were you do? When were you due to go? If they're going to be cleaned up by Tuesday, so when were you Saturday. by Saturday? Ah, uh, I see. Okay, they're going to be cool. cleaned up by Tuesday. But the this city Marrakesh it runs on tourism. So now, if everybody mm-hmm. says we're not coming, that means they're not making money. That means they can't do any yeah. relief, you know, for people who are affected by um by the earthquake there's no money in the economy you know so the best way to actually support is to still do the retreat you know what i mean True. so now you're like i'm here managing expectations of people who are supposed to go they're just like yo there's a retreat there's a, an earthquake you know <laughs> because obviously there's an aftershock Right, the aftershock yeah. came on Sunday, so the I think it happened on a Friday, and then the aftershock came on Sunday, Friday night, Sunday. But there's there could still be another aftershock, you just never know, you know. And I'm like telling them, I'm sending videos of people who are on the ground who are like saying, you know, doing different videos about the city and all of that kind of stuff. I'm like, look, guys, it's not that bad, it's not that bad, okay. But let's 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 let's, let's put that aside now. Um, you know, why we have to get visas to go to African countries always boggles me, but whatever, moving on. Um, so we need a visa for, um, (laughs) we need a visa for Morocco. I was fortunate because I have another visa, a Canadian visa, and you can actually get a a visa online through having certain types of visas. So if you have like an American visa, Canadian visa, um, a British visa, and there's a whole other list of them, maybe 10 of them, then you can get an online visa. Okay. So I did my visa that way. It's it's more expensive, but I did it that way. Fine. Because I live in another town. I live in Kabwe. I don't live in Osaka where all the consulates are. So I can't be going back and forth, back and forth. It doesn't make sense financially. Yeah. So I did that. I got my visa. So now my ladies are like trying to get visas. Yo, guys, I don't want to, I don't want to bad mouth certain countries, but you, Talk to me, tell me, tell me. Dude, we need these visas. Ah, 
don't know. Um, there are other things that we're working on. The other priorities, what just excuse after excuse. Dude, the travel is on Saturday. No, there are other worries that Friday, <laughs> guys. By by Thursday, I had to have a I had to have a prayer. I had to sit down with God and just say, God, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Yeah. And okay, okay. And God is just like my friends, just let it go. <laughs> You know, what I, you know what I found out? Um, and it's funny that you mentioned that because I think it's a testament, number one, it, uh, I should say, sorry, this is this year I think has challenged everybody. You know, your year started good, you know, up up high and you kind of think I'm going to carry this momentum all the way and boom, out of nowhere, an earthquake in a place that rarely gets earthquakes, you know. Uh, but the fact is, you know what I've realized in life is if God just does, it's just God says no, don't push it. If you feel that you've got to keep pushing and banging on the door that is not opening, let it be. Just let it be. Take a moment and breathe. And it's good that you actually sat down and talked and spoke to God and said, what am I doing here? Yeah. You're... So the next day I wrote a, I wrote a message and I said, hey, guys, the, the retreat is canceled. <laughs> so mm. I did. It's funny because I, um, I did a post on social media. Now, guys. My brand, Africana Woman Brand, my personal brand is about authenticity. You know, we're telling you what's going on. We're being honest about what is going on and all of that. And I was just saying that, you know, I'm so disappointed because this is something that we've been planning for more than a year. You know, um, it's something that has been in the works for so long. And then to get here and then we can't even like who could have imagined any of these things, you know, red tape. Um, earthquakes, blah, blah, blah. I was just so mad. And then some people now start now telling me, ah, Chulu, you seem angry. You seem bitter. Yes, I am. I have emotions. Why well, would you I not be angry, be, though? Yeah, not be? like, <laughs> I'm just like, my emotions need to be, like, processed, you know? So I said that, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Please, for the next week, at least, just don't um, message me or whatever. I just need to... I need to regroup. Ah, people know that's so off-brand. You're not being polite. Because I don't know, people are used to seeing me jovial, happy, all of that kind of stuff. And I'm like, but guys, as a human being, and I think that's the problem with social media, because you're always looking at someone in their highlight reels, right? People are only posting the good stuff, mm -hmm. but they don't um, actually post, you know, the hard moments, the, the challenging moments. And I'm like, no, that's not my brand. Clearly, you don't know my brand. <laughs> If you are, you know, you're actually telling me that I should take this down and I didn't take it down. So anyway, so yeah. there were people who posted like a lot of messages and I'll be very honest. I didn't read any of them because I, I but you know, like, you ask people, do not send any messages. And then someone still sends you a message. And I'm like, but what are you doing? <laughs> I, I'm, I'll be very honest. I haven't read any of those messages. I, I, I just moved on. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, like, how do you find it? Because I'm sure a lot of people, a lot of people listening to this as well have probably gone through similar experiences, of course, not with earthquakes, right? But you know where you find, a, you find like a, a mini trial. It's not like anyone died or anything like that, right? But you found this difficult thing. And as you just rightly said, a lot of people are too are used to seeing you put together. So, like, you know, obviously you're allowed to break, but as you rightly said, African woman is about authenticity, right? So you were authentically being you, and you, I think 
you cannot, as you rightly said, been you can't be smiley. You know, social media is happy. There is nothing bad or ugly on social media. But at the end of the day, to be truly authentic, you need to be yourself. You know, so did you feel like giving up? Um, of course, you were angry, but did you feel like giving up on the whole thing? Well, I mean, I did give up because it was just not going to happen, right? So it no, was, like I mean, like in trip, in future trips. Oh, future trips! No, 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 no. Did it that put you off? Yeah, did it put you off? No, 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 no. Okay, that was not an option. Um, cool. you know, when something happens, um, sure, you can get angry about it. This is how I teach people to process emotions, right? Allow yourself to feel mm. the emotions. Allow them to pass through you. Um, the problem is that. Um, one, the body remembers, right? And especially when we deny ourselves the opportunity to actually process the emotion, it gets stuck, right? It gets stuck in our body, which is not healthy. And then we start to have ailments or heart disease, heart, you know, I don't know, kidney, liver, whatever, all of these types of things. But it's actually, hmm, it might be from some unprocessed emotions, right? So allow yourself to feel that emotion. If you need to scream, cry, whatever it is, do so. And then give yourself a timeline, right? To say, hey, I'm going to feel this for, I don't know how many days. Maybe it's one day. Maybe it's two days. Who knows? Decide that for yourself. And then afterwards, you come back to it and say, hey, what have I learned in this moment? What are the lessons that I needed to learn? Because for me, it's I'm always telling people about, you know, there's nothing like failing, it's in that yeah. in that thing that we consider failure, there are lessons, there is growth, there is um there is transformation for you, but you have to be able to actually look at it and then perceive it from mm. that um from that way, right? Let me jump in real quick. Let me jump in real quick. You know, while, you know, it's good and what you're saying is really true. But then when you talk, right, and you uh, and you say, um, for example, you say um, you got to express your emotions. Are you talking like that to women or men as well? Because you have noticed, and I'm speaking from a man's point of view, a man will always want to be strong and say, I'm not going to show my emotion. Why should I cry? Do you know? But what you're saying now, it sounds like probably the healthiest option, to be perfectly honest with you, is to allow yourself to get all that out. But a lot of people will harbor that in, and I mean men in particular. So what, what, do, you, what do you say to them? Well, I mean, I think it, it's what every human should do, man or woman, you know. Um, we all have emotions. The problem um, that we have as societies is that we don't, have spaces for men or we don't teach them, especially when they're younger, um, to find those safe spaces, to find those friends where they can be truly vulnerable, you know, and because it's not everybody that you can go and be vulnerable with, right? You have to have people that you trust, people who are going to support you, um, you know, in the highs and the lows, but to be able to identify them and to be able to um, open up to them in a way that is both reciprocal. So it shouldn't just be one way. <laughs> like we are the only one that's putting out in this relationship. That's not <laughs> but, you know, to, and then to also view emotions as something that is normal, you know, because yeah. like you're saying, those stereotypes of, oh, be strong. Oh, you know, um, 
I'm, I'm a guy, I'm a man, men don't show emotions, men don't cry, blah, 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 you know, all that is just toxic. So um, for, I think it's very important that both men and women find spaces where they can just be, be themselves. Yeah, you know, I, th- I think it's best listening to what you're saying. It's kind of just reminded me. I think the best thing is when you're building, especially like going after the year that we've had, or 2023, because I'm sure we've all gone through some challenges, right? Uh, I'm sure a lot of us have lost a lot and gained a lot as well. But I think who you surround yourself with, and people forget, look, there is family, but there's friends who can also become family, right? So you got to really surround yourself with people who you can, who can pour, not only pour into your cup, but you can pour into this. Because I think once you can do that and be able to pour in each other's cups, when you see, like from a guy, right? When you see your friend crying, you, the first instinct is not going to be to make fun of him. Because you're used to pouring each, in, in, in each other's cups, right? You want to see him grow. So when you see your, your, you know, your guy friend and he's been emotional, the first instinct is not to shoot him down or suppress or tell him to suppress all those feelings. The first thing is talk to me, open up. So I think you're 100% right by saying, look, you need to surround yourself with people who you can actually be vulnerable with. And I think who you can continue to pour in each other's cups. I think men men or women, because, you know, uh, I think it's also important for both people. But I'll tell you what um, women also do, which I think is, yeah, it's not healthy. You know, you see somebody crying and your first instinct is to be motherly, to comfort and whatnot. And then you tell them, no, stop crying. Don't cry. We da da da. You know, all of that. And I'm like, no, they need to. You need to just hold yeah. space. And I think, I don't know if it's like we feel uncomfortable when somebody is expressing, you know, the extreme emotions, but we need to learn mm. to hold space for people in a, in a, in a loving way, you know, allow yeah. to, 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 to cry because it's normal. They, they need to express it. Please stop telling people to stop crying. Please stop telling them to do that. But then again, look, what, what do you say to kids then? What do you say to kids? Because I'll have like my nephew, for example, my daughter, right? Because they're basically like brother and sister. And I find myself doing this. And I, I, you know, I'll be the first to admit it. I'll tell my daughter, no, don't cry. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be fine and whatnot. Is that, do you think, um, for me, I'm, uh, so I'm asking you, am I doing something wrong? Do you think, like, uh, I shouldn't necessarily be telling her not to cry? I should kind of, you know, be the kind of quote-unquote mother figure and let it all out. I think once it starts from the young age, people, kids will know to say it's okay to show my emotion. It's fine. Whether it's my daughter or my nephew, you know what I mean? And you know, I think it's okay for young boys to cry as well, I guess. But I feel as parents, naturally, the first thing we're going to do is tell a boy, especially boy kids, don't cry. You know, as a father, you'd be like, don't cry. Wipe your tears. Why are you crying? You know what I mean? And you, you have that authoritative, you have a voice of authority, sorry. Uh, so naturally, as a kid, you're going to grow up thinking, I'm a man. I'm not supposed to cry. My dad told me I shouldn't cry. You know, my mom told me, wipe your tears. I shouldn't cry. So I think it's important. It also starts even with the young. I think teaching them from a young age that it's okay to cry, you know, like, well, what's wrong? Okay, cool. Talk to me, let it out, let it out, cry a little bit. And I think that will help because if we can teach the next generation, the, you know, the ultimate aim is for them to be better than us. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, 
I mean, you asked the question and then you answered it yourself. But anyway, let's go there. Um, <laughs> I think that, you know, when it comes to children and allowing them to process their emotions, they're crying for a reason. So you need to help them. You need to guide them to be able to self-soothe, right? Because yeah. we have a generation that's not able to self-soothe because they're not able to handle emotions that come up and then the other thing is that as parents we don't teach children emotional vocabulary right so you know someone will grow up and they're just feeling this range of emotions but they actually don't even know the names of the emotions because they were never mm-hmm. you know what i mean so you can sit with the child yeah. and say hey okay um i can see you're very upset right now what is it that you're feeling? Oh, I just, I just want to scream. Like, like, oh, so you're angry. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that they can actually have words yeah. for the things that they're feeling and say, okay, so how do we make this better? You know, and help them to walk through the process of getting to a better place. Because with kids, the beauty about kids is that the one minute they are crying, screaming, da, da, da. the next five minutes they're running, laughing, they're back with, you know, chummies with their friends and whatnot. You know what I mean? Because it, mm-hmm. it passes this fast for them, right? But in those moments, help them to process, understand what's going on in their body, and then also give them a vocabulary for what is going on in within I like that. Their, I like, you know, their body, you know? So, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know. I didn't know that. So I'm actually going to take that on, to be honest with you. I didn't know that, you know, there is a vocabulary for emotion. And uh, it sounds pretty simple, but I actually didn't know that. So I'm, I'm actually going to take that on, to be honest. Yeah, no, it's very important. Um, I've got an emotional mindfulness uh, uh, session that is for free. If you go into the website, africanawoman.com, and just go click courses, you will find... Um, this session, it's it's like I said, it's for free, but it's really about teaching that emotional intelligence and then also being able to name the different emotions that we're going through, right? So literally in that in that session, I'm gonna start li- I list all different emotions, give them the names, give them the names. Because I believe that once you're able to name a thing, that's when you can deal with it, right? But when it remains in this unknown um sphere <laughs> it's very hard to to deal with it it's very hard to process it but when you're able to say whoa okay i'm i'm angry then you're like okay now ask a better question wait why am i angry who am i angry mm-hmm. okay yeah how did we get here oh wait but then this can be solved by this this and this you get what i mean but when you're just like <laughs> all over the show like sis fam like what what are we doing <laughs> You know, true, so, and you yeah. know what you just said that could that could easily also stretch to everything else. I think we've kind of, especially in the day and age that we're living in, where everybody just says, "I'm depressed." Nobody even knows. Okay, you're depressed. Why? You know, like depressed has just become the umbrella word for everything. So what you're talking about it makes sense because when you can identify, you you kind of maybe can ask and say, "Am I really depressed, or am I feeling a different type of emotion?" And I'm just saying, I'm just depressed. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's so important to be able to name the thing, you know, 
And I think that is the first part of uh, of recovery or healing, um, however you'd want mm-hmm. to phrase it. Yeah. Yeah, because I was going to say, when you talk about healing, what happened in the next one? Did you find anything that kind of like, uh, in as you say, we go back to what we're talking about in terms of your year, coming up after Marrakesh, yeah? Did What did you find that helped you heal through that? Did you find anything in terms of, say, okay, I found a thing that I didn't do and it's kind of healing for me? Mm, no, I, I, I don't think necessarily anything after, let me see. So that was September, right? <laughs> Guys, please. Well, you did start with, yeah. Wait, when was it? No, was it September? Yeah, it was. It was, it was September. September. So then in October, yeah, yeah. please, guys, my computer and my phone broke the same day. Ha! Now, I, my, my, my office is the computer. My office is the phone, okay? That's how I operate. I can be anywhere in the world, but I need those things in my life. And then both of them just died. A natural death. Get oh. worse. <laughs> it keeps getting worse. It, like exactly it, it, September, October, Wessa and Wessa. Wessa and Wessa. I'm just like, what is this going to <laughs> what, what have I done to you? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, so then I'm like, okay, fine. Um I said, okay, fine. You yeah, clearly this is a moment of rest, right? Because literally the things that I need to operate to work and whatnot were just not there they were not functioning and i said okay this is this is obviously a moment of rest i read i love reading if you don't know this about me i read maybe seven books that month in october seven books yeah and i just i hope it was like the small pages was it the big pages or the small pages um they were mixed it was just depending on the book and I admire that. Seven it books. Was That's good, though. Yeah. So, what did you find that healing? Was that healing for you? Yeah, I do know what I think so. Just being able to just step, step like not step back, like to sit down and just relax. You know, that was yeah, good. yeah. That was good. It was just really, really good. But I forgot to say, I did a, a workshop. Um, I did a writing workshop. I'm trying to remember what month that was. <laughs> Maybe April. No, May. Gaia. I can't remember. But anyway, as almost mid-year, I did a writing workshop and I met some phenomenal women there. And I've gone on to collaborate with them um, in different mm-hmm. projects. So that has been beautiful to experience. Um so October, I was literally just told, sit down, ma'am, madam, sit, <laughs> sit down. And I was like, okay, fine. Um, so I did that. I rested. And then um, November, uh, I usually do, uh, in, in Africana Women, we have a, a marketing course. But this year, I decided to pivot it and focus primarily on um, personal brand because I, you know, I've been working with so many women. I've been collaborating with so many women um, the whole year, the whole of last year. And the thing that drives me crazy y'all is their brands, their personal brands. These women are doing (laughs) phenomenal things, phenomenal things out in the world, but they're not presenting themselves in a way that is 
capturing in a way that you know that will attract people to 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 know about them to want to work with them and you know ah they can make such a big impact by just being intentional with their personal brand so we did that pivot um around having a personal brand um and i um in in the past i have I've been the one who's run the whole course by myself. But this time, I again, yeah. our guiding word, collaboration. So I said, you know what? Let me bring in some people. So I invited people, um, these experts, these amazing women to come and teach the course. Oh, my God. It was it was, it was phenomenal. And I feel like, you know, I got to the end of the, the personal brand course. And I was like, ha, ah, this is exactly what I'm meant to be doing. Because, you know, when you start a business, yeah. um, a business is all about solving a problem, right? And you figure out what, mm-hmm. what problem you're solving, and then you have to have a package for it, right? So the package could be a physical thing. It could be a service or whatever it is. But, you know, you start trying to um, put it out there in the market, and then sometimes it's received, sometimes it's not. But the personal brand course for me, it's taken me three years to actually get here. And then now I know this is the package. This is, this is what I'm supposed yeah. to do. It, it, was, mm-hmm. it was a beautiful, beautiful experience. So I am um, very happy with um, how that went. And then, of course, in December, we do Good Morning Beautiful. So Good Morning Beautiful, you know what? This year, actually, <laughs> we just finished and I was like, Oh, because, you know, when we talk about wellness and well-being in Africana women, right? One of the things, um, well-being is not just your physical health or when we talk about it's not just your physical health. There's your mental health. There's your emotional health. But I feel that with, um, with Good Morning Beautiful, that program addresses your spiritual health. And... Um, yeah. Yeah, so it's one of those spaces because it's in the spirit realm. You like, I go in without expectations. I don't know what's going to (laughs) happen. I don't know what people are going to experience or whatever. And Lord, take the wheel. Yeah, exactly. Like, you just go in um, trusting that um, the right people have come for the program and that they're going to hear what they needed to hear. And that's how I approach yeah. every single year. And uh, it was it was also very special. It was different. Like, it's different every year. Um, it's never quite the same. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was special in its own way. Yeah. So, yeah. basically, that has been the year. I mean, the other thing I would say um, has been, like, now this is just on, like, a personal level. For me, mm. was that... I wanted, you know, I want to be the type of leader or person um, that people look to that is not just talking. You know what I mean? But you also have to walk the walk. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. um, I think it was, what was that? August? Um, we were having a conversation and I'm like, yeah, I'm preparing for Marrakesh, da, da, da. And you're like, okay, so what do you want to do? And I'm like, ah, I'd love it if my face was slimmer. 
<laughs> you do understand that you need to lose weight everywhere, right? And I'm like, I, yeah, I remember okay. that. It would be great if my face was slimmer. <laughs> anyway, and then you're like, okay, all right, tomorrow we're working out, and I'm like, eh, it's supposed to be and um true to your word like we work out monday to friday um at 7 30 for an hour and then weekends are off and i think for me yeah, yeah. that journey of like i've been trying to do this fitness thing for a while guys like this is not like a new thing <laughs> but you know you start you stop you start you stop and I think the difference between what I've done in the past and like right now is that I am in a space where I am, I'm doing it for myself and I'm not doing it for um, other people's validation. I'm doing it because I want to also learn what it can teach me, you know, um, something like I've discovered is um, being present in the moment, right? Um, yeah. So, for example, like there are times when you start exercising and then your mind goes, oh, there's this, like, there's this thing that I have to work on, blah, blah, blah. You know, it goes somewhere else. Or you start worrying about, oh, tomorrow is leg day or tomorrow is arm day or whatever. You know what I mean? And you, you, you get totally yeah. thrown off, right? But if you just bring yourself to that moment, to that act, that action, that um, what you're doing at that particular time and just say, I'm not going to focus on what happens these other days. I'm just going to focus on now and be present in this moment. And I think that's no, something yeah. that has translated into other parts of my life where I'm just like, okay, before be present in the moment, you know? So that has been nice. I'm all about fitness. Uh, sorry, I'm going to cut you off real quick. I'm all about fitness. How did you find it? Because of the fact that obviously I'm sure you're used to contemporary, conventionary gyms, obviously going on to an online trainer. How did you find that? Mm. So um, again, for context sake, um, so guys, I live in, I live sort of outside of town. And um, to be honest, I don't like gyms. So... <laughs> <laughs> so um what we do Sydney lives in another town um he's in kids he's in Kalushi I'm in Kawe so we are uh when it's a training session it's online right um so yeah. we jump on the call and then he's guiding me through what I need to do all of that kind of stuff so for me I think it wasn't that far of a stretch in terms of oh, this is going to be um, weird or difficult or whatever because I'm very much used and I'm very much used to the virtual space, right? The Africana woman team is is um, remote. Every, the, everybody's in like a different town, <laughs> you know, and different country and whatnot, but we managed to work together and produce results. So it's not like I was thinking, oh, because I'm not going to a gym, then I'm not going to get results. That that just wasn't even a thought that crossed my mind because I know that you can mm -hmm. do things remotely and you can still get good results, right? I think for yeah. me, yeah. the bigger challenge was just getting my mindset 
um, right in terms of saying, hey, are you committing to this? Because I think a lot of times we say we want things, we say we want to do things, but we're not actually ready to commit, fully commit, right? So then when it gets difficult, when it's cold, when it's chilly, when, you know, the bones are paining, the muscles are sore and whatnot, you're like, yo, I don't, I'm not doing this. I'm not getting out of bed. You know, that type of thing. What are you telling people who are listening to say, hey, it's easy. It's easy because it's good, right? You're in the virtual space. And if a lot of people who are not Mm -hmm. in the virtual space will be thinking that I can't do that, I can't do this. And on top of that as well, I think if you remember, we didn't even start with equipment. So a lot of people think, as you've just said, people have this concept to say, I need to go to the gym. I need to be in the physical gym. But they don't realize you can actually do a lot from home with very, very little equipment and actually get a proper workout, you know? Uh, So I don't know. what, what What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I think what I appreciated about um, you right from the bat is you were just like, okay, um, go get this and that, you know, go get that water bottle that's five liters and that's going to be your weight. Go and do that. You know what I mean? And you 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 use your environment, you know, and but I think that's also like a mentality thing in it. Because you have people that really just feel like I can only get results when I have the when I have certain machines or certain tools. <laughs> but really, it's about <laughs> looking at your environment and saying, "Hey, how can I adapt? How like how can I use this space to work for me?" Right, and that's something that you're very good at. You know, helping and guiding. Um, your clients with, right? Because I didn't have the stuff, right? I know people who have a lot of gym stuff at home already and all of that kind of stuff, but I didn't have anything, right? Like I didn't even have clothes, guys. I was literally pulling out t-shirts and bum shorts, you know? Um, And hoodies. And hoodies. Yeah, and hoodies, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? So I... And then as I'm like going along, then I'm like, oh, okay, I can buy this. I can buy these uh, kettlebells and then I can buy these, the skipping rope, although I don't know how to skip still. But anyway, moving on. Um, But, you know, I'm building up on the things that can assist me, but that hasn't stopped me. And this is why, you know, especially as coaches, we're always telling people, start with what you have. You have exactly what you need to get started. You have you have everything that you need to get started. But we're always in our heads going, no, I don't have the equipment. I don't have the money to go to the gym. I don't have the he, the whole, the ha. But you can start with what you have exactly what you have yeah true and i think that kind of shows you you know as you say the african woman in you um i think you know well for me i'm learning about african woman and uh, from what i've heard just even from you from somebody who's in charge or who's at the top of the helm um if if you're kind of showing that uh, you know the, the strength of, uh, you know, of an African. I don't necessarily think it's the strength of a woman, but the strength of an African. So I'm telling you, Africans, we're strong, man. We're strong. I don't know where everyone's listening around the world, but we've got a lot of strength as Africans. So in that kind of sense, the fact that you were able to still train <laughs> to without without any weights, to still go through the, the year that you've had and still bounce back. Look at Marrakesh, for instance. You still managed to bounce back, you know? And you finished the year on top, in my opinion, with uh, Good Morning Beautiful. It kind of just kind of shows the authenticity of it. Yeah, it has certainly been an interesting year. 
So this is when I say, when I say like we've we've had a lot. And you know, in between that, um, we have the um book club, we have the Africana Women Book Club. And in cities where there's um, you know, a number of people, or basically just people who want to meet, <laughs> they've been having events, and that has been so yeah, like it's been so rewarding to see. You know, when something is in your head. And then you actually come and see mm-hmm. someone in Livingstone busy talking, you know, they're doing a video like, we're African women. And they've gone on a hike together. They're doing some healthy <laughs> activity together. You it's know, I'm not there, guys. I'm not in Livingstone physically. I'm not in Mongu. I'm not in Kitchen. But these people are meeting and they're declaring proudly, I'm an African woman. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was just like. It's, I love it. I love it. What? This God, this God we serve. And that's the power of literally having like an idea in your mind and then just saying like, you know, operating in obedience and saying, yes, I will, I will see this through. And just to see the impact that it has, my God. Yeah. But like, you know, you're taking on the world the way you're taking on the world. And I love it where people can be around the world and still be an African woman. Do you ever get scared? Like, it kind of shows me, like, you're like superwoman, but obviously, you know, everybody's scared of something. Well, do you ever get scared? I am, I get scared all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared all the time. The fear <laughs> doesn't go away, guys. The, the fear is always going to be there, but you have to decide what you're going to do despite the fear, you know? Fear is always there. Like, Fear of going on stage, fear of telling my story, fear of, um, you know, doing this new event or, you know, doing a podcast or like the podcast. So I was literally sitting there going, yo, will anyone come come for the podcast tour? <laughs> because, you know, when we look at the statistics um, for the podcast, uh, not many Zambians were listening to the podcast. But now you find that Zambia is now the top listener of the podcast, you know? Really? Um, so I'm like sitting there going, ah, will anyone come and like come for the podcast tour? Oh my God. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then we yeah. fell out. Like we sold, when I tell you like weeks before the actual events happened, we were sold out. People were calling me on the day. I'm come on. I'm like, you guys were sold out. <laughs> but anyway, um, <laughs> but the fear is always there. There's going to be fear about something. But um, I think that it's in that uh, resistance, in the challenge, that's where the growth happens as well. And we mm. shouldn't be afraid. We shouldn't um, shy away from doing what we, we know we need to do just because we're afraid. True. And it kind of leads you to your greatness. Once you once you go through that and you can conquer the fear, I believe on the other side of, of it is your greatness. And it's your greatest potential at the end of the day. And I think a lot of people uh, get uh, let fear get the best of them, you know. But it's all in your mind, you know. As I always tell you, Chulu, it's always mind over matter, you know. Mm. Yeah, it's, an, it's, it's annoying in the moments, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's annoying in the moment. <laughs> How are you going to close out the year? December is for resting, guys. Please, I beg. Don't call me. 
Don't just mm. don't even expect posts. Just be like, no, she's resting. She's resting. Because when I tell you my tired is tired, hey, my tired is tired. Yeah, so we're just gonna close up. You are always listen. resting. Listen, listen to your body. Listen to your body. But look, you've you smashed 2023. I'm proud of you. I'm sure a lot of people listening are proud of you as well. And you got to smash smash 2024 as well, man. Like the energy that you've come with in 2023, despite all the challenges. After this rest, as you rightly said, December is for resting <laughs> and giving as well. December is for resting and giving. Are you going to take the same energy into 2024? 2024, we're going big, y'all. We're going big. <laughs> when you're talking about, <laughs> oh, no, like biscuit, like the dreams in 2024 are big. <laughs> so I'm very excited. Um, we have spent the last three months, um, you know, planning out what the calendar will be like. Obviously, for me, um, you know, if some things don't work out, they don't work out. That's fine. But at least we tried. And there's obviously going to be lessons in there. But we are doing everything from an international podcast tour. So we are going to be in um, Nairobi, Joburg, Khabarone in Lusaka for our podcast tour. We're doing three retreats. Um, we have got courses um, and we'll come back to that. We obviously have, you know, the book club communities. We have the visionaries. There's just, there, you know, 2024 is big. You're not leaving you're not leaving any room on the plate. You're taking over everything, man. We like are that. taking over, man. We're taking over. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, January, we're introducing something, um, a new program. It's called the Success Tribe. Hey, I'm excited for it. And Coach <laughs> Look at the energy. Look at right? your energy. I'm right? smiling over here as well, though. I'm smiling. <laughs> yeah. So Coach Sydney is also part of that. And okay, let me tell you about the Success Tribe. First of all, guys, it's important that you know about this. Now, um, go deeper. Go deeper. Yeah. At the beginning of this year, 2023, I did a, a number of um, vision board uh, workshops, right? So we come together, we we say, oh, this is our vision for 2023. This is what I want to achieve, da, 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 da. And I can tell you, there were actually, um, this last party that we had for Lusaka Book Clubbers, um, they were talking about their vision boards and how much they achieved in their big vision boards, right? So that was actually very beautiful to see and also to hear people um, talk about the results from that. But I know for a fact that there's so many people out there who start the year. So, you know, when it's like in, when the new year happens, that 31, like it just rolls over to the 1st of December and it's suddenly like, oh, new year, new me, fresh energy. You know what I mean? You're just like super excited. Fresh. You know what I'm saying? And you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And you start doing your New Year's resolutions. You start doing goals. You start doing what? And then after two weeks, three weeks, you pay for that gym membership. Hmm? You pay for the gym membership for the whole year. Two weeks, you're in the gym. Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. And then after that, it's just like something just happens. There's a, a challenge yeah. that comes up and then, oh, maybe let me not go this week. And then the week turns into two. It becomes months. And you get to the end of the year and you're like, wait a minute. You don't even know where your papers are, where you wrote those goals, <laughs> where you wrote those uh, resolutions. You don't even know where they are. 
But then you look back and you think, wait, what happened? How did I like? Mm-hmm. How did? Why didn't I? I achieve the things that I was saying that I wanted to achieve. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I want yeah. us to get out of that um, that mode of just you know riding the new year high, and then when the high like it it goes, it fizzles away, then you're like, oh, I don't know what happened. No. We are going in the success tribe. We are going to be fire. <laughs> we are going to be talking about four pillars, okay? We're talking about your mindset. Everything starts in the mind. We just said it here. Coach said mind over matter. Everything starts in your mind. So we're talking about mindset. We are talking about your habits, okay? Habits are so mm-hmm. important. We're talking about your fitness. Guys, if you're not healthy, if you're not fit, guess what? You don't have the energy to do what you're supposed to be doing out in this world. So your fitness is very important. And then we're also talking about your finances because the world runs on money. And when we're stressed out about money and stuff like that, we tend not to do much, okay? So we need to get mm-hmm. your finances correct. So I'll say them again. Yeah. Mindset, habits, fitness, finances and we are working with the best of the best you are going to be coached by the best of the best okay we're talking about working with coach sydney okay more than 16 years experience this man has worked with multiple types of people he coaches um not only is he a life coach he's also a fitness coach like the best of the best we're working with jane mazimba your personal finance coach, okay? And she really is so passionate about making sure that financial freedom is uh, a birthright for every African. We're talking about Lakita Chikandi. Listen, this woman, the breadth of her knowledge when it comes to habits is phenomenal. She is a wellness coach and she will get you correct. And then, of course, yours truly, Chulu Chanza, is going to be your mindset coach. Listen, if you are not signing up for Success Tribe, like right now, whilst we're talking, I don't know what you're doing, <laughs> I don't know what you're doing with your life. What you're telling me, Chulu, is I can get into 2024, I can get my mind correct, I can break my habits, I can get fit, and as well as that, even correct my money? Damn, man. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, set yourself up for success. January, guys, before you finish all of your monies on Christmas, huh? please, think about how you're going to invest in yourself right from the get-go. Like, when we get into January, we're not here to play, okay? So, we're saying invest in yourself now, right now. So, please, go to the website, africanawoman.com and sign up for the success tribe. Yeah, it's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. So like you said, when we're talking about 2024, I'm not here to play. I am going, I'm going big. We're going, Africana Woman is going big. And I hope that, you know, you are going to be part of the journey that, you know, as a listener, you can join us in, in our physical events as well, that you can also join us for our online events. By the way, the success tribe is online, meaning that you can do it from anywhere in the world, wherever you are. Please do not make excuses. No, it's in Zambia. It's not in Zambia. This is why we love the World Wide Web. Okay? 
<laughs> Africana woman is worldwide now. It's everywhere, man. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I think uh, I think you're definitely setting the bar way too high. But you know what? If you're gonna have dreams, it'd be way too high for me to catch you. But you know what? After listening to what you just said, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling like if you can do it, I can definitely do it. Mm. So if you've got a dream, you better make it big or don't dream at all. So mm. seeing what you've done, obviously at the end of 2023, I have zero doubt 2024 is your year. So what are you doing this Christmas? Well, as I said, um, December is, as well as you said, December is about rest, but December is about giving as well. So I want to carry on on that giving um, giving movement. So I decided this year, despite, you know, uh, I've had a busy year, I've had a busy year, but despite what, what I've gone through, I feel it's so important to give back. Uh, and I think God blesses us every day. I mean, we continue to wake up and, you know, he's, re- he's renewing our contracts of life every day. And despite what we're going through, despite whatever challenge, you've got to give back, right? So I decided to say, um, I want to give back in, um, in, a, in, a, in a way that will be meaningful to me. And I feel uh, I may not, even if I don't have any money, uh, if, uh, you know, I, I genuinely believe if, if, I don't have money, fine, but all of us together, we all may not have money all together, but the little bit of money that we have makes a lot of money and that can change a lot of lives. So I decided to say, um, let me go over. I found a nice, amazing orphanage uh, in Chimwemwe here in Kitwe. So I'm in Kalalushi, but Kitwe and Kalalushi are basically the same town. Um, so there's a nice little orphanage by, run by Mama Mary. It's a uh, uh, Mama Waluse orphanage. It's uh, down in Chimwemwe there. So I spoke to her and within five minutes of the conversation, I knew it this is the one and uh, we're going to make magic together. So I'm planning to go over and see the kids and just have fun, you know, because I feel a lot of these kids uh, don't have any parents. They've been orphaned. They're young. I mean, the ages range from six to 16 with anybody, especially coming after losing something. It, it takes the big, it, it impacts you in a massive way, especially, you know, feeling unwanted as well. So not only do we want to just make the kids know that you are wanted and you are part of this community, here in Zambia, but there's, as well as that, the, the least we can do is give them a good meal. So I want to have a little food run where we're going to raise money to, you know, give them a proper meal. As well as that, just give them whatever we can raise together. Because as I said, I may not have much, but together we have a lot, you know. So a lot of people are contributing, uh, whether it be monetary form or whether it be old clothes, whether it be things like toiletries, soap, uh, books as well. Because you got to remember, Mama, Mama Mary can only really house the kids, right, and feed them. But in terms of everything else, the kids have to fend for themselves. So a lot of them have to turn to begging and whatnot. So things like books, because, you know, January, January becoming is around the corner. So they're going to need books. You know, they're going to need pens. The little things that we take for granted where we think, oh, I don't, you know, you, you have a pencil and throw it away. Oh, I lost a rubber yesterday. I lost a sharpener. They don't have all those things. So anything that anybody is thinking that they can donate uh, will go a long way to change the kids' lives. So, yeah, so for me, my December is uh, 23rd of December. I'll be going over to Mama Wallace Orphanage, and we're going to have a good time with the kids. And uh, then after that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take on what you said, and I'm going to rest for a little bit to prepare for 2024. Okay, okay. Y'all need to support again. <laughs> When it comes to support, guys, please don't be like, no, it's Zambia. No, you can support from anywhere in the world. So please contact Coach Cindy. Find him on K28 Fitness, on Instagram, Facebook. um, Let there be site as well. Instagram, Facebook. 
please do support this beautiful, beautiful cause. And yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for, you know, just uh, yeah. what you're going to do. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, the thing is, as you said, the beauty with this world, uh, and I think we've just spoken about this, where the world is online now, so everything's online. So even monthly transactions are easy. So if anybody wants to contribute anything towards it before the 23rd of December, but not even that, I'm going to be on, on the socials that Chulu was so kind to just mention. I'm also going to be posting Mama Mary's number there. So it doesn't just end on the 23rd of December. You can keep going anytime Anytime that you have any money and you just said, hey, I've got an extra 20, throw it in her account and it, it does go a long way. So up until then, we've got the Let There Be Site number, which uh, I'm going to put the area code as well, which is a lot easier. It's plus 260-760-8535. So you can slow the tape down. You can rewind that and get the number there. But it's going to be a good time. So guys, when you listen to this episode, if you think Coach did well as a um, a podcaster, because now obviously the podcaster, he was he, doing a whole show. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So you're going to go onto the socials and you're going to type, come on coach. Okay. Tag both Africana Women and K28 Fitness and say, come on coach. Yes. Tell people about this episode. Tell people to spread the message about Mama Wada's sake. Tell people about 2024, Success Tribe, Personal Brand Quest. All the things we're doing in Africana Women. Yo, guys, we're taking over. Listen, it has been amazing. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you. Coach, you are amazing. So from my personal um, opinion, I think, Coach, you did, a, you did good. You did good. Like, this is your first time being a host. I liked it. Uh, I felt comfortable. <laughs> That's like, you know, my feedback. <laughs> How did you feel? Thank you. I felt really good. I felt really good. Uh, I feel really good. I want to actually take this on. So if you're telling me, especially coming from you, you know, Mr. Award winner, I see you. I see you. Then I think I'm doing something right. So I'm definitely going to follow in your footsteps and uh, I'm going to take this on. So I would love to hear everybody's everybody's feedback, see how I done. But I think this is great. And I think it was also really good for people to actually get a, a different kind of the uh, different side of the coin to actually hear about you, you know? So... How did you feel being in the hot seat, though? It was good. I think, you know, it's good. Um, in Good Morning Beautiful, we did something that's called counting your blessings. Né? And I feel like something like this is really, you know, taking me back to all those moments. I can see people. Yes. You know, the hugs, the special moments, the meeting amazing people. The uh, Yeah, it's it's been beautiful. It's literally counting my blessings of 2023. And I'm grateful. So thank you. Thank you for taking me through it. Thanks. And thanks for opening up to everybody. It's good. Thanks for having me. <laughs> we will check you later. Again, let's keep the conversation going. Find us on socials, tag us, and tell people about the Africana Woman Podcast. All right. Bye.